Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, especially if you're on YouTube, please subscribe today right there for you at the Lakers Fast Break. Right back. Do it right today, right below Laker Tom. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button today, right there for you at YouTube. It's also as well, you can subscribe today on Twitch. You can go ahead and do that as well on wherever we're at, including every podcast player. You can go ahead and subscribe so you get the latest notifications right there for you when we go live on the air at YouTube and also when our podcasts drop each and every time out right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Plus, if you could like our good friends, the Lakerholics.com crew, please go ahead and check out Laker Tom's latest article today on the ongoing LeBron not signing an extension saga. You can go ahead and check out today at Lakerholics.com. Plus, also as well, Jamie Sweet or Jaime Swoot or Yami Swoot, as we called him on the last episode we were on together, Please go ahead and check out his latest five things articles on the continuing LeBron not signing an extension saga. That's also available at Lakerholics.com. Plus our good friends as well at Lakersball.com. Go ahead and check out Joe Sorrell, a.k.a. Ox1947 today at Lakersball.com. Plus our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. You can go ahead and check out all that stuff and support it as Laker fans, as I know you can. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, with the ongoing saga continuing for no extension signing as yet for LeBron James, where has the focus and attention gone to? Well, it's gone back to New York because in Brooklyn, the governor, Joe Tsai of the Brooklyn Nets, he had a conversation. In fact, he had a meal. He had a, I guess, a meeting with, per se, Mr. Kevin Durant, the guy who's very unhappy about being in Brooklyn and asked and requested a trade, he reiterated his request for trade unless GM Sean Marks and coach Steve Nash, in fact, the entire staff involved in all this, be removed. A staff that was fully supportive and was once what 
Kevin Durant wanted to work with now seems to be on the outs. And I know Laker Tom is giggling at that, but I'm just confused by all this going on because this is what the, it's the bed you made, Kevin. And unfortunately it doesn't seem like he wants to lie in it. So I guess he's asking to either it's them or me. And on Twitter, hold on, Laker Tom, hold on. I got you on mute for a reason because I knew you were going to interject, but I got to give you your fabulous intro first. There's a reason why Kevin Durant tonight is even more unhappy than he was even just a short time ago is that on Twitter, Joe Sy, the governor of the Brooklyn Nets, tweeted out that the coaching staff, the organization, the GM, they have his full support, which I know does not make Kevin Durant happy at all. So Kevin Durant is now going to really, I, I'm, I think, going to turn it up in regards to wanting a trade, to pursuing a trade, to possibly even holding out, which a lot of people would thought would have been the unthinkable. Now it's actually part of the thinkable when it comes to what the future could be for Kevin Durant and where he might end up. How does this play for out for the Lakers? Well, if Kevin Durant gets traded, Guess what? Kyrie Irving might get traded as well. That ramps that up a little bit more as far as the possible anticipation of that. And here today with us to speak on that is a good man indeed who Jamie and I have nominated to be the replacement for Sean Marks as (laughs) Nets GM. If you saw his latest trade proposal from or including the Brooklyn Nets, and the Los Angeles Lakers involved in the three-way trade. If you get a chance to check it out at Laker Tom on Twitter, you'll see why we would want Laker Tom as the next GM for the Brooklyn Nets. It is Laker Tom and Tom. Great to have you back, my friend. Again, love your crazy trades. I love how they were all slanted for the Lakers, as always. Would not expect anything less. But in all seriousness, my friend, the situation in Brooklyn is getting worse and worse, which could make things for the Lakers who are already getting predictions out there by ESPN. If you want to go check out ESPN.com and others that are not very good, but it could make the prospects for the Lakers a little bit better. You know, it's funny. The Lakers basically have gone from having a plan a and, and very distant plan Small We're on plan Q. We're on plan, plan B. Q. Well, small little B, C, and D, you know. We're um, on plan Q, Tom. We're on plan Q by now. I think right now, um, it's just, it's it's really funny that because when you think of a superstar big three comprised of Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and and James Harden, and then you think, secondly, of what is one sort of character trait that all three of them have, which is that they're they're almost unpredictable. You know, they're they're very erratic in their behavior, and and to an extent, I don't happen to agree with the people that think that the, the player empowerment thing has gotten overborn. I think what we're seeing, what what's happened now with Kevin Durant, is we're seeing what happens, and Kyrie Irving, we're seeing what happens when. Players become untrustworthy, you know. You're just not going to pay money to bring one of these guys in for that. You don't know if Durant is going to stay with you if you trade for him. So why would you risk assets for that? 
he hasn't been happy. He's asked out of everywhere he's gone. Right. And uh, then you Irving, saw where he came to Brooklyn, yeah. though, and you, he 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 slanted everything for him and Kyrie. They brought in their good friend DeAndre Jordan and right. made it so that that would happen. And we saw how that worked out. The and similarities he, between the Lakers and 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 the Nets are so eerie. Didn't he want Steve Nash as his coach? How and now he wants both, him out. How could you put both of these stories together in the same season? That the Lakers would go out and and fall on their face with the Russell Westbrook at the same time that. I mean, these two teams were predicted to meet in the, in the finals. I um, mean, it's such a joke. It's pretty obvious from anybody who follows me on Twitter or follows me in, at Lakerholics.com that, that I'm in favor of the Pacers trade. I believe that Miles Turner taking over at center and unleashing LeBron and AD to play lower positions, to drop down a position, and without doing, I think it enhances LeBron and AD without taking touches away from them. And if Kyrie comes in, Kyrie's not going to give up touches and, and shots. It's going to be LeBron or AD, one of them, or a combination of them. So, but I, I, I find myself in that situation where it doesn't matter because the Lakers have a 1A and a 1B choice right now, I think, of two very viable, good situations that they might even be able to bring in by using pick swaps. They might be able to bring in while still saving a pick to, to enhance THT so they can get a third player as well as the two players that they'd get, you know, in a trade with uh, in the Nets or the Pacers. So I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, it's like 45% in favor of each one of them and maybe 5% or 10% of something strange could happen that could screw things up and the Lakers might not you know, might end up with Russ, but this is a, both of these look like opportunities for the Lakers to come out with like three, three really good solid rotation or close to starter quality players uh, for Russell Westbrook um, and two picks, of course, in some form or another. So I think it's good news for the Laker fans, whichever side you're rooting for, man, they're both so superior to, going forward with Russell Westbrook that, that, you know, you have to be grateful if one of them happens. And I think, I think there's a good chance that, that one of them will happen for sure. Well, I'm not saying I disagree with you that, that getting Russell Westbrook, uh, you know, off the team is priority or at least at the very least, it, you know, having him stay home and, and, you know, if you're stuck with his contract. Well, to, we whatever. need those two players. We need those two players we'll get for him. That's the problem. Well, we need we need players, period, <laughs> that are that are competent, that it can go ahead and fill out the rotation three right. through five. I mean, some of the, well, we the have, trades. We just don't have starters. We, we, I well, mean, we don't have starters. And, and the, you know, with Hoops Hype coming with the rumor that they were the Lakers were interested in a three-way trade that would bring them guys that won't be good three through five players that would be good six through nine players and it just it's irritating the fact that the deals are getting worse and worse for the lakers so that's why hopefully this yeah but the most drama will play itself out most most of those deals most of those deals in honesty and i think there are attempts by sources to put together deals that that seem to reflect the reality of the deals that are being rejected and so these deals have generally been deals that have not been for two picks. They've been for one pick and, and a couple of pick swaps or a pair of seconds and a pick swap. And, you know, so there are different combinations that are trying to find. And then also there, 
they're they're also starting to stretch beyond the the Jazz and the Knicks as the possible teams that could could look to take on Russell's contract. Um, I just I still think that those are. I think that the five percent or possibility that I say that it wouldn't be the Pacers or the Nets that we would trade with is if for some reason they really did something stupid and and allowed the allowed that second pick to prevent them from do, doing the Pacers or the Nets deal and and they decided well we'll do the Knicks deal because they'll t- they're so hard up they'll take a single pick you know or we'll do the Jazz deal or something like that. And I think those would be serious mistakes because there's no talent on any of the teams that we're trying, any of the players, the deals that we're trying to get. There's no talent that's close to Kyrie. Not even, not even close to it. But as far as fit, there's nobody that is more important really than Turner. Because Turner allows him to run the offense and defense he wants to run. Because the other centers we got are not championship caliber centers. They're they're both minimum salary guys. Let's admit it. They were their centers that signed for the minimum salary that you can make in the yeah, NBA. But Miles Turner has not moved the needle at all in Indiana. I mean, does that not bring up any concern to you? I well, mean, you know, it, it he you're you're bringing him in to be maybe the fourth option on the team, but he does he does he does things that are really important to free up LeBron and AD. And those include being able to stretch the floor. He legitimately has shot over a thousand threes and he shoots at 35%. So he's, he's a consistent three point threat out there. Um, He's not, he's not a new guy like Bryant or, or Jones who hasn't really shown that they can shoot a volume number of threes and, and continue to make them and, and have the gravity so that people will guard them. Um, and then I think also that that Turner on defense, the combination of Turner and, and AD on the floor, Turner frees up AD to go out and play defense against whoever the best team, other team's best scorer is, to be the shutdown, lockdown guy. He doesn't have to hang around the rim like he used to, and and he puts LeBron and AD both up against smaller guys. He gives us he gives us positional size advantage all the way up and down the line. Can he be played off the floor uh, like uh, Rudy Gobert? Um, I don't know. The stats and, and the stats don't show that. The stats show actually that he does a real good job when forced to be isolation when he's been when isolated. When he's in there, when he's healthy, because he's yep. also a big-time injury risk. Yep, there is, there's an element of that, and then there's also the element that you're, he wants to be paid more, he wants to have a bigger role and so forth. But, but he's a game-changer in that he allows – he allows us to do everything that Darvin Ham. The fit is so good with him and Heel because you get a shooter of Heel's quality, and you get the the stretch center that is also a great shot blocker, so that you fit all of the pieces together the way that they really want to. This is the deal that the Lakers would make if they really were trying to build a, a Darvin Ham team. But just like they got, uh, they succumbed to the lust of Russell Westbrook and the thought of a third superstar. They they're they're looking at Kyrie in that same manner, and I can understand that. I mean, yeah, Kyrie has maybe a higher ceiling, but it probably has a lower floor. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cold. That's it. Yeah. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But as I've continually tried to stress that if there's any year that he's going to go ahead and play out it is this one because remember right it is his contract year it is his 30 age 30 year because the fact that he is not getting any younger he is now at that point where he's at the right around the middle part of where he is as far as athletic as far as his growth he's not going to go and get any better all he is is going to get older so he needs to go ahead and perform now in order to get a whether from the Lakers or anybody else, a big contract come next summer. Well, you know, that news that just came out that basically he agreed with uh, Kevin Durant about uh, Sean Marks and Steve Nash. He thought both of them were terrible and he didn't want to play for those guys. So all of a sudden you throw that into the, into the barrel of information that's running around. And, and apparently, I mean, what is it? Three days ago that we heard, confirmation for sure that Kyrie was more than happy to play out the rest of the year with the Nets that he wasn't going to do the same thing he did everywhere else he's been and asked to be traded check the calendar Tom check the check the watch yeah Yeah, changes changes day by day man that's one of the things that why you don't have to worry about player empowerment just getting out of control because when it gets out of control like this you can see it in the offers that have trade that that both Kyrie and Katie are getting they are not getting offers that are at all have any relationship to their value as players if they were trustworthy, you know, people to put put down in line. So, you know, I, could Kyrie still, I mean, when you throw your general manager and coach under the bus, 
unless the owner caves in, which Joe side does not look like he's doing, unless the owner caved in and fired him, that player's got those, those guys are going to have to come to work with those guys. They're going to have to go to, they're going to have to be working under Steve Nash and taking direction from Steve Nash. How's that going to work out? So I guess in a sense that the, the sort of smart consensus is that they're burning their bridges by doing that. That both Kyrie and KD are forcing the trade by doing the worst thing that you can do, the surest way that you can force a trade, probably on the advice of James Harden that KD got when they were both, a, Kyrie got when they were both in London um, to, you know, how best to break a contract and force them to trade you. Um, so that's good news for the Lakers probably. Um, uh, could be, could be bad news in the sense that the Celtics might, I mean, I can't see a better deal around than Jalen Brown. I would personally prefer Scotty Barnes because I think he has a little bit more. Well, upside yeah, they're not going to get Scotty Barnes. Yeah, that's probably they won't true. Trade Scotty Barnes because they can put a good enough offer together with Ananobi and and um, the young guard um, Gary Trent Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really. I mean, he's a hot, ball hawk on defense. He's excellent. He's he's exactly the kind of guy you'd need to play next to Kyrie. To be honest, he'd be perfect next to Kyrie. Well, we'll see what happens, but the saga continues to play out in Brooklyn. Hopefully, it will be of benefit to the Lakers. Before we head on out, Tom, I do want to go ahead and ask you real quick your thoughts on the viability of where we stand here in August because the dates continue to tick by. LeBron has not yet signed an extension, as I as, you know, pretty much yeah. tried to allude to, that it wasn't going to be a done deal. The talks are still progressing as we speak. But I want to hear your thoughts on this because I'm sure that LeBron now sees, as we do, as far as trying to make a trade, it's really hard when you don't have the kind of assets outside of those two first-round picks because apparently Russell Westbrook, even though it's $47 million coming off the books next year, is not an attractive option. Otherwise, he would have been traded. And THT, even though he's 21 years old and could still develop into a rotational player, is not a desirable option as well. So you have those two undesirable at this point options it, it just well, seems like it's making the, both, the case that's the lakers dilemma that they're both options that need to be sweetened in order to be traded that's correct um, and the only thing they got to we have to sweeten them other than maybe five million dollars depending on the team we're talking to because you can't include cash are the two draft picks we've got and probably two more pick swaps that can be substituted for draft pick pick swaps are great for the team trading because it's the same thing. You're still guaranteed to get that pick that you, if you want the Lakers pick in 2029, we'll give you a pick swap for 2029. So you can, you know, it's, it's a simple situation. I think there are ways to, there are ways to make those deals. Um, and then when you look at it, the, the people that are saying right now that Rob Palenka has played this right so far and the Lakers have played this correctly so far, I think are absolutely right. One thing they've done is they've influenced the Lakers fan base. Half of the fan base is ready to expect Russell Westbrook back in the, in the latest polls. That just seems incredible to me that Russell Westbrook could have say the things he said in his exit and interview and still have half the fans still believing the Lakers Darvin Ham campaign and so forth to sort of rehabilitate Russell Westbrook. Russ is gone, man. I think that's a sure thing. And the opportunities are there to move him. 
and there are ways for the Lakers, Lakers to compromise and, and work out the deal in order to make those trades. When will they happen? I think that there's a soft deadline for everybody is training camp. The Nets don't want to go into trading camp with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. They just don't want to do that. And the Lakers don't want to go into training camp with Russell Westbrook. So something's going to happen there, I think. Um, I know Jamie thinks he's going to wait until the trade deadline, but man. I just think right now you don't, you you don't, don't have want to, a choice. You don't want to put Steve Nash in the situation he's in or Darvin Ham as a rookie coach. You don't want to put him in situations where they got to deal with that whole situation. I just think right now I'm part of the, the group that thinks that Russell Westbrook, like it or not, might be a part of the Lakers rotation or the Lakers roster, excuse me, whether or not he's going to be playing. That's another right. issue. But come opening day, his name might actually be on the Lakers roster because of the fact you don't no, want don't to give up so. those two for. Well, you got to give up those two first round picks. If you don't give up those two first round picks, oh, let me restate that. If you don't get the Pacers deal or Kyrie deal, and the reason you didn't get it was you wouldn't give up the second pick. LeBron James is not going to sign an extension, and he's going to possibly leave. Well, that's something because we're that's what it, more that's what it, I mean. That's what you have to think about if you're Lakers front office when you make a decision like that. You know, it's the kind of decision that you just absolutely have to be absolutely correct that you're you're you know exactly what you're doing because you're doing something that has a huge risk. That's when emotion needs to be taken out of it. And you have to think about what are the alternatives? You don't want to, you want to control the exit of LeBron James from the Lakers. And you can do that. But if you do this, you're just, you're just showing everything to the wind and you're starting all over from nothing. And you still owe, you know, some of your draft picks to other teams. So, you know, you, you, and, and there's no real indication. The indications are that LeBron's going to sign and, that, and that's going to be fine. And the Lakers are just negotiating. I don't believe in my heart at all that the picks will become a difference or anything that will prevent the deals from happening because I think there are ways of, of getting around that and the Lakers can give, can satisfy anybody. They can satisfy definitely for Kyrie and they definitely satisfy the Pacers. And if they have to give away two picks, they can still get protections on them. They don't have to make them unprotected. So they'll well, be the able to protect themselves on those picks. Well, the alternative is what Joe Soros is saying, and that there is mil- millions of dollars that could be on the cap space next summer and still have AD. So if we do have to write it out with his contract in tow, worst comes to worst, you don't like the trades that you're offering or you don't like the trades that are being offered to you. It'll turn the whole year into hell, though. It's going to turn the whole entire well, year into season in the hell season well if you look at the espn.com right now and look at the espn plus you look at their prognostications already they already don't have the lakers in the greatest spot in the world so this may be a year where the lakers may no, be they, in need, transition they, need, they need they need three they need three starters basically in trade for for russ and dht you need a better three through 12 at this point in time, which the Lakers certainly don't have right now. That's, that's a great concern to me. It's how you well, fill if out. They don't, the if, they don't fill, if they don't fill the three, four and five spots with people, then they've got the six, seven and eight guys playing with the uh, one and two guys. That's, that's what we a, had last year. Most of the time. Well, those guys weren't even six or eight. Those guys, you know, like for instance, Stanley Johnson, he was actually out of the league when in Gabriel out of the league, these guys, yeah, but they're still on our roster. 
And that's that's a great concern to me as well. But Joe Soro says it wouldn't be hell if you tell Westbrook to stay home. They'll be competitive at least if AD and LeBron play seven. That's the they're number not even I always If they don't trade Russ, if they don't trade Russ, they're going to miss out on two key players. Two key players who are probably their third and fourth best players on the team. It's if all they, dependent if on. If they do teams. that, they they won't make the playoffs. No, as I'm good not as LeBron and AD are, they still miss the playoffs. They have to play 70 games each at least. I agree with Joe on that yeah. for them to have any type of, uh, I guess, a capability to go ahead and be competitive in the Western Conference. But we'll see what happens there. It is the Lakers' fast break. The continuing saga of Brooklyn may benefit the Lakers. We'll see what happens. But to me personally, I will say that the Lakers cannot get anything done here as far as a trade or a major trade for Westbrook's contract or even for THT added on into the mix until the Lakers get more serious about giving up one. Well, actually both those draft picks and not protecting them or lightly protecting them at the very least. So I really think that it's going to be taking something like that because it's obvious and it's clear with the deterioration of Russell Westbrook's play. And we mentioned it on the last podcast about how his turnover ratio is one of the highest in the NBA in the top 10 in the NBA. What do you, what do you think about that? What do you think the Nets are going to do? You think they're going to trade both of those guys? Um, I think only if need be. I think they might, you know, it's, it's going to be a situation where people get stubborn and this could be a situation where this could drag out into the season. This could drag out into the season. It all depends on if, if, if Kyrie and, and, or Kevin Durant, you know, want to hold out. If they hold out, I think that goes ahead and changes things, but they could do a hold in and just be disgruntled while they still pick up paychecks. And that may end up being worse for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I, I don't see Joe Tsai as, as putting up with that at all. I think he's made a decision that he's not going to turn over his... Well, he's backing the front office. Yeah, he's backing the front office, and he's backing... And, and, and that means, basically, he's going to trade these guys because the last thing he wants is to go through next year what he went through this year. And frankly... <laughs> You can say that argument applies 100% to Rob Palenka because the last thing he wants to do really is to go through the same thing. I mean, he's got to be thinking about every time something weird happens with Kyrie, he switches, you know, 180 degrees from last week. And all of a sudden now he hates the coach and everybody else there. People that say you can go into training camp with that and it's no big deal. And if, if so, if he... If he's trouble, you can send him home. You don't want to do that. You don't want to start the season that way. You know, you'd have to be some horrible that all of a sudden Kyrie was traded somebody else and the Pacers traded their their players to somebody else because the Lakers didn't do anything. And the Lakers got stuck with Russ as a result because they wouldn't make one of the trades for the Knicks or one of those other teams. Something It had to be something like that would happen calamitous event that you know that you don't perceive you know just like the kevin durant event that that happened you know which jamie predicted early in the year that you know the only thing that'll change things is if some crazy thing happens and it's this is the nba man crazy well, things happen every year <laughs> again right now it's with every day that passes that lebron does not sign a contract that russell westbrook is still on the <clears> team <throat> that the lakers are reluctant to go ahead and give up those two draft picks then this situation is not going to change. It's uh, yeah, but training game. camp. What's training camp? October fourth or something like that. 
Uh, I think a little bit earlier, but yeah, I think it's, well, actually you're right. I think it's in that range, but though it, it, as it winds up late September, you're going to be hearing a lot more about uh, everything that's going on. Yeah. But you know, there's, I, I think first off, I think that is a deadline that, that really makes sense for, for the nets. And, and basically they're still driving this train, no matter what you want to say. Um, and so the nets, you know, if they, they really won't they'll want to hold on and get the best deal they get because they're going to get robbed man they know it already they're not going to get value for kd training camp's going to start value for Kyrie. training camp i think is going to start right around in late september so we'll be going okay yeah that makes sense yeah last week let's say september 25th or something like that you know Uh, so i i think that there's a good chance that we might have another 30 days before we really see anything happen and that means a lot more shows like this. That's for sure here at the Lakers. We, can we just can this one and change the date? No, that would be. We get paid be, the same. Well, that would be the Locked On Lakers podcast. They seem to do that five days a week because oh, they're contracted, oh, contractually yeah. obligated yeah. to do so. Or we could go ahead and call this the Lakers Nation podcast because simply they do the same thing and regurgitate <laughs> the same thing every time out. But yeah. it is I try to keep it different here at the Lakers Fast Break. I try to throw new people at you. I try to go new new opinions, new ideas, new concepts. I'm trying to go ahead and work behind the scenes to bring you some new stuff here, here at the Lakers Fast Break podcast. So hopefully I'll be able to get it done. I'm trying to contact some of the people behind the new Lakers documentary coming to Hulu next week. So maybe on the possibility that their Hulu PR will actually go ahead and allow me to have the opportunity to, I will go ahead and have some good interviews in the coming days on that. Keeping my fingers crossed. I also go ahead in the coming days and on our special 500th episode of Lakers fast break podcast, bring back one of my original guests going to go ahead and range for something like that. So I'm looking forward to that as well, but I'm trying to keep it fresh here at the Lakers fast break and I'm hoping you're enjoying it. I'm hoping you're stick through it as the drama continues for Brooklyn and the Lakers. What are your thoughts out there on what's going on? Do you think we'll ultimately land Kyrie Irving? Do you think that Kevin Durant will finally get traded? Do you think LeBron will sign the extension? These dramas continue to play itself out, but we definitely want to hear what you have to say. Go ahead and shout it out today in the comments section on YouTube. I do read them and I do thank you for them. Also, as well, you can go ahead and shout out to Laker Tom and catch one of his latest crazy trades and the reason why I want to nominate him to replace Sean Marks as the Nets GM. <laughs> go ahead and check it out today at Laker Tom on Twitter or go ahead and check out all the things that are great right there at Lakerholics.com. But Laker Tom, great chatting with you in regards to the continuing drama at. <laughs> well, we, we have to finish with the odds, Gerald, because that's the only thing that could change from week to week. All right. So, so what are the what odds? Are your what are your odds that that we trade for Kyrie for the Pacers duo or for or don't do anything or don't do either one of those. Or the, or in other words we're still stuck with Russell Westbrook on the team. Or or we traded with the Knicks or something. Well, let's put four choices in there. Or Utah Pacers Pacers uh, or Nets Pacers Anybody else or no trade? I say across the board, twenty-five percent each. How about that? Let's go. Wow, an equal opportunity. Yes, better. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. Absolutely. I, I would really probably think... say forty, forty, ten, ten. 
Okay. I still think you should put the 1% in there that Russell Westbrook will be given a five-year extension by the Lakers. I still think that would be awesome. <laughs> just to, just to spite Laker Tom right there that, for you. That, that's like agreeing to the 1% that, you know, the, the, uh, apocalypse is going to hit us tomorrow you know that same chance same chance of me hitting one of, me one of the things up. one of the things that's interesting my wife and i we take our dog to a beach and the closest beach for us that that allows dogs in the water is the beach at san quentin and okay there's some really nice it's like a if you've ever been there it's like a one mile stretch before the prison that is along the coast and has maybe three or four condominiums there and my wife and I were both looking at those condominiums and thinking, man, that's a great place. It's a great condominium. You're right on the water. You've got the little beach there that's just terrific. But if we have, you know, an apocalypse and the prison goes, man, that's not a good place to be. Well, that's true. But although if you're doing a prison break from San Quentin, I don't think the first place you want to go ahead and check out are the condos right there. I think you want to go ahead and try and take off a little bit farther than that. Well, yeah, but to get out of there, man, that's the street that you get out of there on. Okay. It's a one-way street, you know? It only goes to the gates of the prison. It has an off-ramp, and it goes to the gates of the prison. Well, then watch yourself when you go to the store if you're living down there. So our thoughts are with the people living near the San Quentin prison, which I never thought I would say here on a Lakers Fast Break podcast, but there you go. Great Great beach if you live in the Bay Area and you love your dog. Uh, if you love your dog indeed but if you like what we go ahead and have to bring to you each and every time out including talk of the beaches in san quentin please (laughs) go ahead and check us out today each and every time out subscribe today right below laker tom on youtube right here at the lakers fast break podcast subscribe on your local podcast outlet so you can go ahead and get the latest notifications on when we go live or when we go and bring you a new episode right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. So for Laker Tom of Lakerholics.com, go ahead and check out his latest article today right there for you. And also as well, me, Gerald Glassford. Don't forget, I've dropped his latest new episode of the Pop Culture Cosmos right there for you. Go ahead and check it out today, covering the latest news and trends in pop culture. But it is for us right now, the Lakers Fast Break. We'll be back on Thursday for the group chat. We'll go ahead and talk about some great things that will hopefully not regurgitate too much or then again, you could call us Locked On Lakers or Lakers Nation if that's the case. But hopefully we can go ahead and touch on something a little bit different, but still focus in on what's important in regards to the continuing Lakers drama, because it's interesting to see all the drama going on in the NBA each and every week. Oh, David Brown checks in with the last second question. Lakers are desperate. Why do they need Kyrie? Well, a little bit better option than Russell Westbrook. And we'll he's, leave a 40%, he's a 40% volume, like eight threes a game, three-point shooter. He's a great playmaker. He's probably got the best handle in the history of the league, maybe the second best handle at worst. And he can get his own points. There's he nobody does have else. He seasons here. of 50, 40, 90, which make him a, he's a, he's a guy you can give the ball. He's a guy you can give the ball to, and you get a quality shot, man, and he's a champion. The problem is the same as Russell Westbrook. He does not fit what the Lakers are trying to build. Think of the Milwaukee Bucks. Who's their point guard? True it's Holiday. not a scorer. It's not a shooter. It's a defender. It's Drew Holiday. Well, no, you he's know? a shooter. He likes to shoot. If you've seen his numbers, he likes to shoot. Didn't say he makes them, but he likes right? to shoot. But he's also very tough taking guys down in the post and so forth. 
the problem is that you you're forced then to to go out and get somebody like Beverly to or Eric Gordon to play alongside him because you need somebody who's really a good defender. Otherwise, your point of attack defense is not very good because Kyrie gets picked on. Yeah. And now you can hide one guy pretty good, but you can't hide two, which means you can't put a guy like Heald in there or somebody like that, or even Harris or Seth Curry. You can't pair one of those two guys in the backcourt with Kyrie. And then you then you're going in with you're going in with what? You have a problem at shooting guard because the guy you're trading for can't be in there. And then you've got a center who's never started really before. Not for a team, not for a championship team, not for a playoff team. That's why I think the Turner thing is a better fit because it doesn't take anything away from LeBron and AD. It enhances their ability to play against smaller players and and have a lot more freedom and more touches and more shots. David Brown's final thoughts here. Lakers fast break. Kyrie helps, but he doesn't defend. This is true. We know this. But neither does Russell Westbrook. He's small, too. Russell Westbrook had his worst defensive rating ever last season at 113.6 and he will clash with LeBron. He clashed with LeBron before and I'll probably do it again if he's on the Lakers. But again, if he's playing in a contract year, he's going to give you the best. What happens if the Raptors win the East? Kyrie can't play in Canada unless he gets vaccinated. Yeah. Let's face it. LeBron is part of the problem. David Brown is saying, you know what? There's a lot of problems in, in Laker land right now. I wouldn't point the fingers in one area. I would point them all over the place. It's an organizational issue right now. They've made their bed, and unfortunately, right now they're trying to do their best not to lie in it. They're going to be it, lucky. They're going to be lucky enough that they're going to come out smelling like a rose. Uh, I don't. They're going to get. That. They're going to get a trade for one of the two. One of those two trades is going to unless the thorn pricks them on the nose. That's for sure. Nope. This is sort of like the Kawhi situation. Well, the Lakers, I agree with David Brown and Joe Soro. It is becoming desperate. The Lakers are becoming a little bit desperate. It is reeking of desperation. But if they're able to get out of it with something like that, who knows what will turn they got out. A month, the they got a month before they have to do anything desperate. Uh, I think it's starting to get there already. But what are your thoughts out there? Please let us know. Lakerholics.com. And, of course, everything right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Thanks so much for watching. David Brown, once again, last thoughts. LeBron didn't embrace and share the ball with Russ. Well, David, I will say, if you look at the stats, the guy can't shoot it from outside. He's a turnover machine in top 10 as far as turnovers for even a reduced usage rate. He's not efficient, and he plays horrible defense. So, really, he is not conducive right now to what we see in the NBA. He was a great player before. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm never going to dispute that. He is truly a tremendous player, all-time leader in triple-doubles. But at this point, David, he is just not what the Lakers need in order to go ahead and become effective in the league. But thanks so much, David. We truly appreciate your comments. Joe as well. Everybody out there, we cannot thank you enough for being part of today's broadcast. And we will definitely see you on Thursday where hopefully we can talk more Lakers. More drama? We'll find out. But we'll definitely talk about it here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.